Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Sports Radio 960 WSBT presents Caveman Corner, live from Monterey Mexican Grill at 507 East McKinley Avenue in Mishawaka. A very pleasant good Monday evening. We are here, as is the tradition on Monday nights, to talk, yes, Mishawaka Caveman Sports with Mishawaka Director of Marketing Development, Mr. Dean Huppert. I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you here as we transition to talk a little high school boys basketball tis the season thanksgiving weekend just around the corner and there's nothing that makes thanksgiving weekend feel more special than well yes uh, the turkey and the trimmings but uh, talk a little high school basketball and certainly the caveman will get their season underway on wednesday night down in mentone but welcome to monterey so stop in tonight for dinner you can join us upstairs and say hi in the month they're actually downstairs playing trivia as is the well, as is the story every Monday night here at Monterey. And remember, morning, noon, or night, Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill can cater to you in your next gathering anywhere, 24 hours, 7 days a week, whether it's an employee appreciation, maybe a holiday party for the upcoming season, or just any time of get-together, Monterey is here with the best authentic Mexican serve this side of the Rio Grande. Getting with some, uh, getting together out with some friends to watch the big game. Hey, Monterey is another great option here or to order carryout, but... Welcome, Dean Huppert, and uh, it's good to be back and uh, chat a little. Uh, I almost said football, but I know with a Gradeless and a Watson and a guy named Bodie Bender and some guys ready to play basketball Wednesday, I know we're going to spend the next 45 minutes talking round ball. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. We've got Bodie Bender along with a couple players, Jaquan Redmond and Anthony Nelson, Rasan uh, Johnson, and then, then we got Ryan Watson and Kevin Gradeless. And... Before we get to those guys, we got to talk about the girls for just a moment. 6-0, and getting off to a great start. Uh, just won again on Saturday night, and so the Lady Cavemen are on fire right now and uh, getting ready to try to get win number seven for Coach Blasco. We were, uh, what, just a week ago talking about their, what, 4-0 and and then 5-0 and start and the best since the early uh, stretches of the uh, the current uh, decade, but uh, actually the current century, but... Uh, now they're setting records every time they get a win, and uh, you know I'm kind of excited because as our broadcast schedule settles in, uh, we'll be doing their conference game on December 8th uh, against Northwood. Hey, maybe they could run the table and be unbeaten when they host the uh, the Black Swish. It sure would be a lot of fun, and uh, the coaches can appreciate this. Uh, one of their star players, Kasia Davidovic, had 18 points on Saturday night. I went out to interview the girls on Thursday, and she wasn't practicing because she had a root canal. Oh. So, you know, going through that, that's one of those things that uh, if you've ever had it, you know that it can set you back. But no I think it lit a little, little fire underneath her because she played really well on Saturday night, and, and so did the girls. So they keep moving on. But we're talking boys basketball tonight. And uh, with us, a couple guys who have, gosh, about 250 wins combined uh, with you, Kevin Gradless and Ryan Watson. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Time to talk a little basketball. Thank you for having us. 
Yeah, a couple former coaches. Kevin Gradless was the Mishawaka girls coach from 2008 to 2018, I think is what I had. And then Ryan Watson was our coach uh, for nine years up until 2017. Uh, first of all, just uh, talk about what you're doing now. I know we see you out at a lot of the games, but uh, life after coaching isn't really life after coaching because you're still coaching as, as well as working. Well, uh, yeah, Kevin and I are actually – coaching a second and third grade boys team we took two two l's this sunday it was a challenging challenging day uh so we haven't exactly hung up the whistle uh exactly you know for full time yet but uh it's the first time i think kevin that i have actually ever basketball together so it's a lot of fun doing that with both of our two boys that are playing yeah did you guys get teed up at all over the weekend? Uh, no, I try to keep Ryan under control most <laughs> yeah. of the time. Good luck with that. Out for him. Yeah, good luck with that. But uh, you mentioned, what, over 250 wins between these two guys sitting here. What I'd like to know is between, well, three current cavemen, Bodie during his playing days at Jimtown, and then these two guys who obviously uh, knew how to wear the maroon and white at Mishawaka. I wonder how many points we have in this room. Oh, I know I have zero, but I'm wondering about the rest of it. <laughs> what would be the total point uh uh, total here tonight. That, that'd be the best trivia question we could ask. But uh, um, guys, does it seem like just yesterday, or does it seem like it's been a few years since a you guys were stalking the sidelines and coaching Mishawaka boys, Mishawaka girls basketball, and when you were putting on the uniform playing for the Cape Ben? Oh yeah, time absolutely flies by. It, it seems like yesterday that we were playing together in high school and that we were both coaching at the same time. Um, and you know, with our kids growing up now and in the gym with them all the time, it, it really is crazy. One of our all-time leading scorers, uh, top five on the on the all-time list, and and went on to Bethel State around the area. and And I know that you have a passion for Mishawaka and and that program. Yeah, sure. You know, I probably, when you rewind back to uh, maybe starting in 7th or 8th grade, when you start going to open gyms, the amount of time that you spend there in your high school days in the cave, and then, you know, a total of 17 years coaching, I easily spent more time in the cave during that long stretch than I did in my own house. Uh, probably spent in the 17 years coaching more time with my players than I did with my own family. So, um Certainly, there is a lot of pride being able to spend that time in the gym and being able to, you know, hopefully impact some of those players that you did over those 17 years. Uh, but it, it goes all the way back to, as Kevin said, him and I started playing together in high school. My best friends all went to high school with me. I mean, heck, if I could even go back to my dad, his best friends went to high school with him. Uh, you know, his best friend was a state champ, Mishawaka's first state champ wrestler. So I think that's one of the beautiful things that Mishawaka does. Uh, is it, it creates those la- lifelong friendships that it's not just Kevin and I, it's it's everybody we talk to have, you know, the close-knit group. Yeah, and you you became a head coach, but you were with some great coaches before that. Talk about that, some yeah. of the people that you were with. So I I, uh, I had the benefit of, of either playing under or coaching with some incredible coaches, um, you know, starting all the way back to uh, Bill Davidson, my freshman year, who was a, a, a longtime wonderful coach at Mishawaka, to then Kent Adams, who I just saw uh, that they're naming the court after him at, at Twin Lakes you yeah, know, wow. this weekend. And he how many my, years has he been there uh, since he left Mishawaka, 79, right? wow. I think, yes. Wow. Uh, and <laughs> continues <laughs> to win. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm doing the math. <laughs> yes. That's not quite. <laughs> and continues to win. And then, you know, I, I got to play or uh, coach for one full season with Jerome Caldroni. Uh, with him and got to learn from him and then when I was able uh, to start I was with Rob Berger who's got I don't know 300 wins and continues to to, you know have a lot of success and then when I was even coaching I got to be with Dean uh, Dean Foster uh, who 
is you know arguably one of the best coaches our area has ever seen Amen. and so i've been able to just uh learn from the many and and hopefully soak up just a couple of you know things and heck just watching kevin's practices back in the day waiting for him to get off the court when we were going to practicing or you know going to be practicing afterward and it, there's some you know unique little nuggets that you can steal from him and you know i'm forced marrying his sister to be friends with him being my brother-in-law now no, <laughs> but uh I was very fortunate to have a wide variety of coaches to learn from. And your days at Bethel were obviously quite special, and you had uh, the opportunity to learn from another uh, legend and then Mike Lightfoot. Yeah, there's – you know what? When I was uh, leaving Hillsdale College where I first started, um, I was in finance, and that's what I was going to do. And about a month into it at Bethel, I found a passion that I wanted to coach, and I owe all that to Coach Lightfoot. Uh, his coaching tree is is not small oh, no. when you look at the number of people that played for him that went on to coaching, and um, certainly he's the one that created that passion. And, and we stay in touch and, and chat either through social, social media or whatnot all the time. So um, very fortunate to have learned from so many great people. Kev, how about your coaching tree and uh, some of the ones you coached with and uh, followed in footsteps of? Yeah, I mean, I would just, you know, same thing. I'll throw it back at Ryan, getting to watch him coach and, and learn from him. Um, I was there when Rob Berger was still at Mishawaka, so that's that's right when I started. Uh, we'll throw it Coach Blasco now. I actually had the opportunity after I was the head coach at Mishawaka to coach junior high basketball with Chad for a year. Really enjoyed that time with him. Um, and, you know, you can always pick things up from from coaches, and, and it's that's what makes it such a great experience. Yeah, coming back and just being at the cave, uh, we're going on 100 years. Uh, next season's going to be our 100th year. We we tout it as the oldest active gym in the state, and we're really proud of that. Some people may say, oh, that gym's kind of old, you know, oh, it needs some work here. I mean, talk about the cave and just when you walk in there, the feeling and what you see or maybe even smell or, or just, uh, just understanding the history that's been there. Such a special place. I mean, any time a team comes in, the coach immediately in the pregame talk comes over and says wow yeah wow this is unbelievable um and you know there's there's some really nice gyms in our area but there's nothing like walking into that place before a game and and it's just it's on a whole different level yeah is, is it kind of awe-inspiring sometimes to think that john wooden coached there and uh shelby shake and 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 that could have gone one way or the other because there was a huge argument and and the referees and the ihsaa came down on the mishawaka coach and john wooden became john wooden after that but i mean there has been so much history is there a moment or maybe somebody that you saw at the cave or a coach who came in and and you thought you know what this place is pretty cool and i'm, I'm looking at that person right there yeah, oh, so many great moments. I mean, I think back to Sean Kemp playing there, uh, the the '94 Clay team that they just highlighted in the in the Tribune today or yesterday. Uh, we got to play against that team, kind of. Unfortunately, we got to play against them. Yeah, they were good. But but yeah, you know, uh, Bob Knight sitting up in the crow's nest back when I was a kid. I remember him coming to watch somebody play. Uh, yeah, you just think about all the people that have walked into that gym and played in that gym, and it's just such a special place. Now I got to ask, and you mentioned Dean Foster, Ryan, and uh, I had a, a great respect for Dean Foster as broadcaster coach. And one of my favorite Dean Foster stories is when he was coaching Elkhart Central, couldn't find him. Went for a pregame interview. And he is laying, nobody else is in the gym at Northside Gym in Elkhart. That and the cave, the two best places to play or watch a game. And he's laying center court on his back, hands behind his head, just looking up at the rafters and, and dreaming and thinking about his playing days, his coaching days, and soaking in that atmosphere. 
How many times did you guys have moments like that in, in some capacity at the cave during your either playing or coaching days? Oh, I don't know that I ever laid down at half court, but on our couches <laughs> in the coach's office after, you know, a, a long week at practice or a long game. And, you know, that was for me, I was very fortunate for all the years that I coached. The exact same staff was with me all the years. Chad now, you know, started with me. And um, we would spend hours afterward either, you know, discussing how could we do something to help these kids the next day at practice or whatever. Um, and a lot of, you know, not just bonds, but friendships were, were formed during that time. And there was probably a lot of arguing and yelling as well, um, you know, during that. But it is from there's very few uh, basketball gyms that are left that even have seats behind the basket, but it's certainly the immovable bleachers and everything that are upstairs. I, I don't know if there is any that are still out there. Somebody else would have to tell me of active gyms uh, that have something like that. And it's, it's not the best place to practice, you know, as a coach would know, but seeing a game there is something special. No doubt. Yeah. Brian, I, I don't know if you realize, but um, Ryan Watson actually designed the current floor that is there. Um, when we were teammates in the athletic department, uh, I looked at him, I said, nobody understands the passion, knows what this is going to be. And talk about that process. I can just remember you on, on the computer looking at Duke and Michigan and going all over and, and looking at NCAA floors because the standard that you were putting that gym and that floor wasn't just, hey, let's have a fancy gym that uh, is really bright and shiny, but you really felt the feeling of what this should be when people walk in and they see the cave. And I think we can all agree when we walk in, it's like Amen. It's, uh, it was done right. Well, you know what? There are so many alumni that go unnoticed that go into games throughout the year. Maybe not all of them, but they certainly get to sure. a game. And I can't tell you how many people, if you've, if you've ever played high school basketball, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that do come out, uh, certainly during, I mean, we had fist fights and open gym and things that, you know, Ken Adams, I don't think, knew what to do during some of those things. And, you know, it, it means a lot to me. Like I said, I spent more time there than I did, you know, at my own house. And so I want it to be something that obviously the gym is something to be proud of, but then it was nice to not have... Uh, players jumping off pure concrete once we finally got a new court and everything in there we wanted it to look nice so um i was i was really excited that you let me have a piece of that uh you know design and everything and hopefully it's made the community proud to go in there and see that as well and if you get a chance to see it it's got a huge m in the middle of the floor branding for the mishawaka m and then the caveman logo and it's just such a nice touch and it's almost stolen from the mike lightfoot court just there on the on the side that says 1924 est and it just says it i mean it, it when you look at that court and i go around to different corners and take a look at it and then sometimes we have the have the privilege of seeing different lighting in the morning just like you guys did or the the light coming through and it's it's really cool kevin i gotta ask you about some of the some of the great players that you coached i mean there were some special kids who came through to, to give you a lot of those wins oh absolutely i mean you, you start with taylor parmley who uh you know, scored 51 points in a game at the Cave. Wow. I mean, ended up with over 1,500 in her career. Um, you know, went on to play at Grand Valley State and had a great career there. Um, Chelsea Ward was the, the NIC MVP um, back in 2011. Um, went on to have a great career at Bethel. Um, you know, those two kind of stand out, but they were great players around those two that made those teams so good back then. Um, but, yeah, I was really fortunate to have great players. 
Ryan had mentioned about uh, Mike Lightfoot might have helped open the door for him to get into coaching. When did you realize, decide, or uh, take the plunge and say, you know what, I think I want to be a coach someday? You know, it was a much different route, and actually I can kind of blame Ryan's wife, my sister, for it. Um, she got a teaching job, and she called me, and she said, they want me to coach basketball. Will you please help me at Hums Elementary? And I said, I don't know, Karen, if I want to do that. And she pushed, and she prodded a little bit, and eventually I did it and immediately fell in love with coaching, and we worked our way up from there to John Young to Mishawaka High School, and so glad I got the opportunity to do it at a place I love as much as Mishawaka High School. We're visiting with Kevin Gradless and Ryan Watson, the former K-Bank coaches and standouts for the Maroon and White here on K-Bank Corner from 960 WSBT. I'm Brian Miller along with co-host Dean Huppert. We're going to talk a little Mishawaka basketball with Coach Bodie Bender and some of the K-Band uh, boys that will be uh, t- tipping off their season Wednesday night right uh, right over on our sister station, 96.1 FM. Ryan, and both you guys can answer this one. We've got some kids over here. You guys coached so many years and, and had so much experience. Was there an absolute that you just had to have as coach to the players, something that you would bring to the table every year? And it's like, you know what, it doesn't matter if it's 2009 or if it's 2019, this is going to work. Um, there were certainly things you wanted. Of course, I wanted three, six, nine guys if we could ever, right. ever have found that. But um, I, I would probably have to say leadership was the must to have that coach on the court where you don't have to design everything throughout the game that somebody else can, you know, in a, a, a dead ball situation, say something kid to kid um, and lead that group through the, the gritty moments of a game that you need. And our most successful teams, This again, I'm stealing it from probably Dean Foster. When you look at your team picture 20 years later, my most successful teams, and I look at the 10 or 12 players, they're all really successful people today, really successful, you know. And, and it's not a knock on some of the teams that didn't win as many games that, you know, if they did or didn't, you know, become as successful. But, you know, when you, my goal was to look back 20 years, uh, you know, and speak to some of these guys and know what kind of dads they are, you know, what, what kind and of that- graduates they are. And then I knew I was successful, so... And I think that leadership leads to the chemistry that you want on a basketball team, which is one of the things I love about this current uh, girls' basketball team for Coach Blasco. They have great chemistry. They play really well together. You can tell they enjoy working hard together, which you have to have, because to be a great basketball team, the hours that you have to put in are just unbelievable. And so they have to want to be in the gym working hard together in order to reach those kind of goals. And if kids are out there listening, those things of show up on time, be dependable, be a great teammate, I mean, listen to your coaches. They all come into championship effort, right? Absolutely. I mean, you, you just have to have those characteristics in a team in order to have success. I, think I called it the can I count on you uh, to get good grades, be on time, be a good teammate, and so forth. Certainly, uh, I guess, some, some rules to live by. Guys, as you watch the K-Man program currently under Bodie Bender and watching the last few years, and then you reflect back on your coaching careers, both Kevin with the girls and, and Ryan with the boys, how much has the game changed? Uh, it certainly has changed. I mean, the, the entire from high school on up, heck, even with our second and third grades, it's a ball screen offense now by everybody with four out and one under. Uh, but still the name of the game, I mean, I found it forever. If you can shoot and you can play a little bit of defense, you're going to be in a lot of games. There are, of course, are you know opportunities where bigger teams will maybe out-rebound you and things, but it still comes down if you can put the ball in the basket. The method of how to get that done is, has changed a little bit for how teams at least organize themselves offensively and everything the game's evolved. 
players are bigger, they're stronger, they're, they're certainly faster, I mean, with the weight programs and everything they have, but the name of the game is still... You know, who can put the ball in the basket? Round ball through the round hoop, <laughs> yes. Got to win by when one. When you got a couple of those shooters, <laughs> makes it very, very difficult and, and gives a lot of coaches gray hairs when you got a team that can drive it and shoot it at the same time. Then you just, well, for me, time to go zone. Time to go zone. <laughs> Kev, how about your thoughts maybe on, on the girls' side of the game? Yeah, and, I, and again, I think it goes back to, you know, they – Bigger, faster, stronger, um, better weight programs at the high school obviously pays off. You can see it on the floor. Uh, skill, kids put a lot more time in than they used to. I feel like, you know, when Ryan and I played in high school, he was probably the only kid on their team that actually played AAU. The rest of us played multiple sports and just had open gyms during the off season. Whereas now kids are constantly playing, working on their games, you know. Um, so I, I think in certain areas, the skill has gotten better. I know when we watch some games, maybe the Hoosiers every once in a while, we complain that the shooting isn't what it used to be. But I, I feel like kids have gotten better, um, and the amount of time they put in is is the reason why. Is there playing too much? I mean, the AAU and playing, is, is there is there a time when parents need to step back and go, you know what, my kid needs to be a kid? Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard. It's hard because, you know, as a coach and as a player, you want to win. And you think, you know, and you see the results of putting more time in, you get those results. But at the end of the day, there also are injuries that happen because you focus just on one sport repetitively over and over again. And it's good to have a mixture of, of sports going on as you're, as you're growing up, it, especially at those young ages. It makes a huge difference. And I don't know if, if as many – players put a value on winning as they used to because you go to an AAU tournament on the weekend, you play five or six games, kids will lose a game. Oh, well, I got another game of 40 minutes and you bounce right back and go. In high school, you've got to painfully sometimes wait seven days, five days, a couple of days, and you're playing in front of a little bit larger crowd. And so um, when you go and play in a weekend, you might attempt nine to 15 or 18 shots total. You could get that done in about two and a half minutes in your own driveway. So I do think it has affected how well kids shoot but i think steph curry also brought that back to being cool again yeah. and uh you know it, it, that has certainly helps players today are absolutely phenomenal i i've shown the 94 clay uh state championship from when kevin and i graduated with my kids they're like why are they so skinny like that kid you mean that one went to the nba i'm like yeah there was five college players on that one, and yes, he was the leading scorer in the entire United States in college for TCU. Like he doesn't look that good. I'm like, well, but look at the rest of us out there. <laughs> he was that good. A couple of them were that good. A couple of those kids on Valpo's team were that good. Oh yeah, that was quite a a, a state championship, no doubt about that. Guys, we're going to let you go. We're going to spin over and talk to the 2023-24 uh, edition of uh, Mishawaka Boys Basketball, but. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for what you guys have done for Mishawaka basketball and uh, Mishawaka athletics. And, uh, uh, hey, uh, I know both of you have an open invitation to come back and uh, join us some other night on Caveman Corner. And uh, when we start calling some high school basketball games, have you guys jump in. Uh, Ron Heklinski's uh, uh, recent contract negotiation just <laughs> opened some dates up. So we'll, uh, we'll have you guys jump in and, and, and pinch hit some nights. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having us. Yep. All right. Appreciate it, everybody. Ryan Watson and Kevin Gradless visiting with us here on Caveman Corner from 960 WSBT. We will visit with Bodie Bender and the Caveman 2023-24 basketball season. That's just, well, right about 48 hours away. We'll do that after this timeout. Caveman Corner from Monterey, Mexican Grill, 960 WSBT.
Men Corner right here live at Monterey Mexican Grill and we've got with us the head coach of the Mishawaka Cavemen, Bodie Bender, along with seniors Jaquan Redman, Anthony Nelson, and Rashawn Johnson. Appreciate you guys joining us. I know you're enjoying some of the Monterey food over there and uh, uh, getting ready for a big game on Wednesday night. Coach, why don't you introduce your, introduce your players and tell us a little bit about them, Bodie Bender. So, so right next to me I have um, Anthony Nelson. Uh, senior uh, guard who obviously will play for us in the backcourt. And then next to him is Rasan Johnson coming back, who started last year some for us. Um, we'll also play on the perimeter. And then um, Jaquan Redman, who came up from the JV last year, will provide uh, some post presence this year for us. Uh, off the bench and give us some depth there. Been waiting to say it. I, I can't believe we've waited over 20 minutes, but uh, defending sectional champs, that feels yes. pretty good. Yes. That feels pretty good to say that after all those years. Uh, I know, Coach, you, you, you love to be able to talk about that and talk about it for the community and, and to your players, but at the same time, you turn a page right. and you're getting ready to go on the road at Tippecanoe Valley right. against a very tough team on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, I think that's something that, and even these guys, we celebrated a little bit, obviously after we uh, you know took care of business on I believe it was Monday March 6th uh, that we did that and uh, uh, it was a fun week of school headed into that regional um, unfortunately we fell a little bit short um, but I, I think for the next few months these guys celebrated that a little bit and and to their testament they should have and uh, you know this summer um, you know we talked about it a little bit in june and and how we would like to uh have that chance to possibly do that again this year on our home floor yeah talking to some of the guys here Rasan, talk about just this year's team and the feeling that you have during practice about how the chemistry we've got some guys back and it, being able to put those pieces together you know how how important that chemistry is to make a championship run yeah we have a lot of fun in practice i feel like we're getting a lot better our team looks really good. Like we can all score in multiple ways, get each other open, and it's all about like we all trust each other on the floor. Like if it's a mistake, we move on next play, and if we get a basket, we get a basket. We just like trusting each other on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Now, now we've got some parents out there who are pretty intense, but but I know your mom brings <laughs> yeah. it at the yeah. game, and uh, does she bring it more at the game, and or does she bring it uh, to you when you get home? And and she's one of our educators here in the Mishawaka system, and 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 we're just having fun. But she loves basketball and I know you yeah. probably get a little bit of competitive spirit from your parents yeah she does bring out the game she doesn't bring it to me before the game make sure she wants me always just make sure I'm confident and just wants me to play and make sure like it's just it's basketball this is what I love and this is what I do and she just wants me to make sure I go out there and play hard and have fun at the end of the day yeah Anthony you know your dad's one of the assistant coaches on our on our team uh Ian Nelson uh who's a better dancer you or your dad I'm going to have to give it to my dad. He, he was very excited after that sectional game. Yeah, if you, haven't, if you haven't seen it on Twitter last year. Oh, that went year, viral, didn't it? It did. did. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anthony hit one of our, our huge shots last year, and it was almost one of those momentum deals in the St. Joe game when we hit a three, we win a game. Oh, yeah. That moment, uh, the bus ride home, could you guys feel – like you probably thought you were pretty good, but could you feel maybe a little bit of this is what it can be like if we all play together, if we're all unselfish to, to make a play? Because that doesn't happen without a screen, without a pass, without a coaching staff telling you what to do. Right. We we're honestly at our highest right there. I mean, as a team, I just, I just felt so connected to my brothers and I loved it. That shot was unreal. I, didn't, I can't explain how it felt for me, but as a team. We, we knew that we could do it. We knew that we could accomplish big things as a, as a group. Yeah, Jaquan, if you could just talk about these guys and just how, uh, how the work that you put in in the offseason 
and it's not just shooting. I know you guys put up a lot of shots, but uh, I, I can see physically that each of you have gotten a little bit stronger, and, and you have to have that if you're going to go through the pounding of a season. Yeah, I feel you on that. When I Coming up from a JV perspective, like watching the other guys work and being able to help like towards their game, helping them get better by – like doing what coach asked me to do. He wants me to play defense. I'll come do it. And it's great just watching them improve day by day, following in each other's like footsteps and being a, like a unit instead of individual because it's a team game and yeah. it's fun to watch when we're playing nice together, you know, now and that getting you, nice baskets. Yeah, now that you get a couple football players back, uh, practice has been pretty spirited. I mean, is it is it getting fun now? Because yeah, some of the best basketball last year, I know Coach would tell you, was in practice because some of those games were, were probably better than some of the other games that you played outside. Oh, yeah. Before the football guys came, it was a little, like, less intense. But then when they came, they brought the energy. Like, they were ready to go. They were gunning on all cylinders, and it was it was a great practice that day. And it was nice to see that energy back. And then you could just tell it just clicked right after that, and it was just great. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, Brady Fisher, Jackson Snyder, a few of those guys, man, they went through a long season. But if they can bring some of the energy and make it more competitive in practice, more power. Jaquan, let me ask you this question. As you see the chemistry build in the program, varsity, junior varsity, you guys as seniors here this year, but having a year under the belt of Coach Bodie Bender and that staff, talk about how things have kind of progressed and the program has kind of molded into Coach Bender's uh, program and uh, and certainly the success last year speaks for itself. Yeah, so about that, it was – crazy like just thinking like our old coach was just gone and then we got coach Bender and it was just like wow this is going to be time to like adjust and see how it rolls out and then we adjusted very fast and we got that like adapted to his like game plan very quickly and it was great to see it all come together and it was just nice to have that feeling of like we can really make it far like we can do this like and we did we did it we we got that sectional chip and it was nice to have under our belt give us a huge booster and we plan to do it again this year because i know we can do it i know we can make that difference and we can show everyone who doubts us and underlooks mishawaka basketball and it's gonna be challenging because we're gonna have targets on our back but we, we can, just got bigger we can make it happen well, you gotta see it to believe it right you yeah. gotta see it and you guys have seen it Rasan, let me ask you this. Uh, if you had a quarter for every time you were congratulated, had, had your hand shook and or your uh, uh, patted on the back for a sectional championship last year, how much money would you have? <laughs> Millions. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly it's got to feel good to have this community uh, see the success and, and kind of, you know, in, in a way kind of live this, uh, this success with you guys and, and celebrate it and feel like, hey, this is not just a football school or not just a wrestling school, but, uh, hey, basketball's big and basketball's important and we got a good program here. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I know for our coach, for his first year, for getting a sexual champ, I know that's a good feeling for him too. And we plan on making that again, like Jaquan said, and not only that, we're planning on getting that NLC champ too. Now let me ask you this as I follow you on the X on, on Twitter how many games did you play this summer? Because I know you went to a lot of exposure camps. You went to, you know, you play AAU and game after game. And we talked earlier with Ryan Watson and Kevin Grayless about how many more games kids play in this day. But how many games did you play or have you lost track over the off season or the off high school season? Yeah, I lost track. It's a lot of games and a lot of traveling. And it's pretty tough teams, like, all around. Like, when we travel, my farthest place I went is North Carolina. It's pretty big player, like, huge players, probably seven-footers and 
really talented guards all around. So, yeah, it's a lot. How's your game improved? Where have you seen the most improvement, at least in your eyes? I think my, my jump shot got a lot better. Like, uh, last year, I didn't really shoot the ball. I was really a drive first and look for my teammates, get them open. Like, um, mm. having the defenders uh, help get them open or I could just finish going up strong. But I'm shooting the ball a lot more, and that's really increasing my game. Thoughts about playing after high school? Um, yeah. Yeah, I have some thoughts. Uh, I have one um, scholarship, Division Three, over at Bluffton, but I'm really make, uh, trying to make a big impact this year to see what happens. So we're looking forward to watching you play. Anthony Nelson got to ask, and it's funny because I remember that uh, St. Joe 3 over at Alumni Gym. I don't know who jumped higher off the bleachers, if I did or Ron Heklinski did that night or whatever, but uh, you've got to be excited uh, going in and uh, with the success you had last year and uh, climbing the ladder this year, uh, you've got to be pumped to get things started Wednesday. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all about just confidence, man. I mean, we know we can do it. I, I know I can do it, you know. As a team, we play hard. We, we're very – I like to say I call my brothers, you know. We've been through a lot, try, like in and out and open gyms, just – we go hard no matter what, and seeing seeing the progress, I'm I'm so excited to see what we can bring to the table this year. Anthony, see, putting those shots up in the off season, even when it's an empty gym, nobody's in there. How much does that help you when when the the, the brights the bright lights start shining? Because uh, having those reps and having that, uh, I know you have a motion that you get that ball off quick, and putting that time in. How much confidence does that give you? Saying, you know what, I did. I put my work in. I look over to my right, and this kid was there with me. He put that work in. Uh, muscle memory, man. I mean. We're going going to gym every day. Me and Rasan and Jaquan, we're always in the gym. Me and just last night, we were in the gym for three hours working on our game. It's a nonstop process. We uh, always got to keep working. We're never, you know, it's a constant grind. And we're not, we're not, we need to see the, we don't see the horizon yet. We need to keep pushing there and trying to get there. How much fun was that at the end of the year last year when you guys started moving up and down the court? There was a lull there in the middle of the season where it was like, it almost felt like it was a little bit clunky. And uh, some things were happening that, uh, gosh, it's like, man, if we could ever get over the hump. But then when it started working, it was like, boom, boom. Okay, this guy's open. We're coming down three on two. And all of a sudden, you seem faster. You seem like you were getting up and down. And it seemed like it was more fun. It was. Uh, Was that? I mean, talk about that, just how it's the energy just kind of once it started working. It's contagious. We started started working. We started clicking, man. I mean, the confidence again and then the chemistry and the, the passion we all have, like, just seeing our guys open we trust everybody around us we all we have complete honest trust like and if they don't hit it they don't hit you know right back to it right down the court you know every possession is going hard 100 percent yeah coach bender you heard the other coaches talking about leadership doing the little things right um how important is that for these guys the rebounding the taking the charges um you probably have confidence that they can fill it up some nights but uh, those are the other fundamentals that that little kids if they were working on a little bit more could put themselves in position like these guys yeah i think you talk a little bit those are those are little things and these guys can tell you that we work on two or three times a week you talk about taking charges we do a drill at the end of practice where they have to take three charges um you know before they can get out and and everybody's got to go through and then usually that's the last drill in practice because i want that to be the last thing that they remember so when we step on the floor and there becomes a moment where you got to take a charge. You know how to do so. So, um, you know, those are little things that anytime you can steal possession, take a possession away that we can get the basketball back and, and try to score, that's that's what we try to 
try to put these guys in, in position and practice to do. Schedule starts off with Tippecanoe Valley at Mentone on Wednesday night, and then we travel to Marion at Michigan City, and then finally we get Concord at home on December 15th. So uh, going to be a few road games. Get you excited for it. People can follow Mishawaka on the road and, and follow with Brian Miller and the play-by-play. Now, part of the road trips this year is the fourth annual Phil Cox Memorial Holiday Boys Basketball Tournament. The Cavemen are going to go to play at Kokomo in the historic Memorial Gym. Bodie, talk about uh, that opportunity. This Last year, the holiday tournament at Huntington <laughs> North was yeah. after Christmas. Yeah. This year, December 22nd, 23rd, uh, eight teams. An interesting uh, combination of talent. Yeah, that's that's something that came open last year when Dean was still in his role as the athletic director. And, and I saw it come open, and I believe he got the same email that you, you get pinged through by the IHSAA. And I said, hey, I, I think this is something that with knowing with the veteran group we had coming back that would really help us and like you said um, there's no slouches in that tournament with you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna start the tournament off with with South Bend Riley um, that's gonna be our regular season game with them this year um, and there's other teams in there with with Warren Central and Jeffersonville and Mount Vernon and then um, it you know anybody that is well aware of of Indiana High School basketball, you get uh, Kokomo, who's obviously had a historic program, and they probably, uh, you know, if I was a betting man, will probably have the Mr. Basketball this year in Flory Badunga, who has signed with the University of Kansas, um, who will be no slouch to play against if, if we'd be able to get that far. Um, but that could be very exciting for these guys to, to be able to say that, you know, in back-to-back years, we got the chance to uh, – play against back-to-back Mr. Basketballs and Marcus Burton and, and possibly in Flory. So um, it's going to be exciting for these guys. They get to stay overnight. We'll get to stay overnight in Kokomo right before Christmas, the 22nd, 23rd. I believe our first game is a 12-45 matchup uh, on that Friday, the 22nd. So they get to get out of school. Uh, they got to get their finals done early. So we get to uh, leave about 8.30, 8.45 that morning, get down there. Uh, possibly watch the first game, which I think Flory is playing in the first game. Against New uh, Haven. And then get ready to play. So um, excited to take them down there. They should be. They should feel very honored to play in that tournament. And if fans haven't seen Flory Badunga, he's, he's the Sean Kemp of this oh, era. I mean, no question. He looks just over, like him. He's got over 200 dunks. He can bring the ball yeah. up the floor. He plays above the rim. Uh, his block shots are just incredible. Yeah. And, from every report you see, he's a hard-working, good mm-hmm. kid who's going to mm-hmm. go at it just like you would want an Indiana yeah. high school basketball player to be. <clears throat> Looking forward to that, uh, certainly. But uh, before that, you guys are going to have a heck of a test. As Dean mentioned, that uh, early pre-conference schedule, Tippy Valley, Mishawaka Marion, heading to Andran, going to Michigan City for a rematch of the uh, the sectional championship. You guys will be tested. <laughs> we'll be well tested uh, before we get to the conference match, which I think our first – conference game is early there in December like Dean said on December 15th which is our first home game against uh, Concord and a very familiar foe for me as far as the head coach so uh, that'll be fun as always to play against him and then certainly uh, the uh, the new year with uh, Plymouth Elkhart uh, some uh, big home games against Goshen against Warsaw you guys have added South and Washington to the schedule this year we do we play them I believe on girls sectional Saturday afternoon February 3rd um, coming to the cave I think that's about a two o'clock start um, and they have another one of the, uh, you know, up-and-coming rising stars in the state of Indiana and, uh, you know, the girls' coach's son. So 
Um, we're going to be well tested when we get to the sectional time, which there's, that's what I want these guys to be. Yeah, there's some talent in that Reynolds family, isn't there? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> no yeah. doubt about that. No, no doubt. Okay, guys, this is a pop quiz. Coach didn't know about it. Uh, I don't know if Dean hinted it, but we <laughs> have a uh, we have a pop quiz that we're going to ask you, and it's more of an opinion <coughs> opinion poll or a uh, I guess uh, first thing that comes to mind. But uh, Rasan, you got the mic. I'll let you go first. Favorite class in school? Um, I will say my favorite class in school is probably U.S. government. All right, who's your favorite teacher? Stoner. Stoner. Yeah. That, that was that was not even in a decision or any thought went into Anthony. How about you? Favorite class? Uh, favorite class in school? Uh, unified physical. Was it PE? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, and that's your my favorite favorite. teacher? Uh, Bodie Bennett. I wow. give it Bodie Bennett. Uh, <laughs> that's because he's got me twice. So I mean, we going uh, off this year? Is that called overtime. a scheduling malfunction yeah, or what is that? I don't know. He was lucky. I, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Jaquan, pass that mic over. All right. Favorite class in school? Uh, my favorite class would have to be sports performance weights class. You know? And uh, your favorite teacher? Uh, Sandifer. Steve Sandifer. Easily. Sandifer, coach and the, the, the teacher. Okay, favorite uniform. I know uh, in football we talked about the uh, the home maroon, the uh, road whites, and or the uh, the alternate grays. What, uh, what favorite jersey or uniform combo do you like for basketball? I definitely like the maroons. The maroons are just a nice, like, it's just crisp and clean. It's just something about it. It's just really nice. I like the design. Rasan, how about you? I would say the same thing as Jaquan. The maroon, it's like, it's very sharp and unique. Going maroon, and uh, is this three for three? No, not. Uh, I'm a, I like the white. I like the home game especially, too, and I think the white is just clean. Nothing better than being at home. Okay, uh, Anthony, while well, you got the mic, favorite pro and favorite college sports team? Uh, Notre Dame and uh, Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. I'm a Jokic fan. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Rasan, here we go. Favorite college and pro teams? I would say Purdue. I love Matt, the head coach, Matt Painter, and um, Boston Celtics. The Celts. There's another uh, That's another team we haven't heard mentioned all year here. So, uh, Jaquan, tell us. I'd have to go with Notre Dame as well. And my favorite pro team, probably the Mavericks, because I'm a Luka fan. There you go. Yeah. I think we got some basketball fans here. Not just high school basketball players, but basketball right. fans. Yeah, basketball junkies, that's for sure. Well, guys, we wish you the best of luck. Certainly, I'm looking forward to making the road trip Wednesday night. Nothing better than high school basketball on Thanksgiving Eve. Wishing you all three uh, the best of luck, not just Wednesday night, but all season long. And uh, looking forward to carrying your games again this year. Thank you. Congrats for on a nice. great year last year, but good luck this year. Bodie, any uh, pregame uh, insight you can give us or uh, any, uh, any uh, deep, dark secrets before Wednesday? <laughs> No, I just know uh, Tippy Valley is returning some guys. They are long. They are athletic. Um, I know they rebound the basketball very well on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, obviously well coached. Uh, so we're going to have our hands full. Um, this was a really good game last year. Yeah, it was. It was a good game last year. We were down at the end of the first quarter and, and found a way to come back, sneak a lead there at halftime. and. And then I remember late in the fourth, they hit a couple back-to-back threes to take the lead by one, and we figured out and, and, and scratch and claw a victory out. So we're going to have to go down there. It's not an easy place to play, um, and we're going to have to scratch one and scratch and claw and fight and, and get one down there. Looking forward to Wednesday night. We will see you and certainly a visit with you on our pregame show. And, uh, hey, good luck all season long. Thank you. I appreciate Looking it. Looking forward to it. So that is Bodie Bender, head boys basketball coach here at Mishawaka High School. And a special thanks to he and, of course, Rasan Johnson, Anthony Nelson, and Jaquan Redmond for joining us tonight. Dean, that's a great lineup. 
Yeah, that was a fun show tonight. Uh, if you're if you're not excited about high school basketball yet, you should be. And certainly the girls are having a, a great role and hope they can continue their winning ways. And a special thanks to Ryan Watson, Kevin Gradless for joining us as well here on the show. This has been K-Man Quarter. Now, no program next week. That is because of our uh, contractual obligations with our friends at Notre Dame for a Wake Up the Echoes final coaches show. But uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, back here on December 4th, and we'll talk uh, K-Ben basketball, K-Ben wrestling, and much, much more as the winter sports, uh, gosh, is just really in, in full blast mode right now. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. The wrestling team's off to a good start, and uh, swimming's going to start here soon. We'll talk to some cheerleaders later in the season. So uh, a lot of fun in the winter sports. Looking forward to that as we wrap things up here from Monterey Mexican Grill. For Dean Huppert, I'm Brian Miller. This has been K-Ben Corner. Stay tuned. NFL Monday Night Football coming up with the Chiefs and and the Eagles right here on 960 WSBT. Brian Miller bidding you a very pleasant good night from Monterey. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.